river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 17. Voice of the editor here. Unfortunately, this one will be our first lost episode, as the recorder got bumped in the process, and we pretty much didn't record the entire thing. Uh, What you've missed here is about an hour and a half worth of session, and I'll give you the recap on what happened. So when last we left Caelan, uh, first was showing up on his door to tell him that Jod Kafkin had been murdered. There was no investigation needed, because it turned out that he'd been stabbed in front of half a dozen witnesses to death by someone that first had immediately taken into custody, a woman by the name of Elmira Vaughan. She claimed that Jod had headed up a lynch mob several years ago that had murdered her husband... Uh, mistaking him for a werewolf that was con- that was uh, killing people in Jod's local village. Going through Jod's possessions, they found a diary that actually more or less confirmed this, um, that Jod himself, under pressure to find the werewolf that was murdering his villagers, had led a lynch mob against Elmira's husband... Uh, later it transpired that it wasn't a werewolf, it was simply a warg, and that Jod and his lynch mob had executed the wrong man. Uh, the Church of Aristotle investigated this, and discovered that Elmira's husband was in fact a bandit planning to attack Jod's village anyway, and in light of that mitigating circumstance, they simply exiled Jod from his village. Uh, he went south following visions from Aristotle, and that is how he made his way into the story of Stagthorn, following visions that led him to the Lost Temple of the Elk. Uh, Kalin and his counsellors then spent a lot of time debating whether or not it would be a good idea to use the kingdom's funds to raise Jod from the dead. Ultimately, they decided that it was going to be the sort of thing that needed to be decided by a majority council vote, and the council went through and voted on whether or not they thought Jod should be brought back. Uh, Kaelin, Michaela, Tristram, and Bryn all voted for yes. First, the Warden abstained from the voting, 
on the basis that he didn't understand, he didn't feel that he understood the value of life well enough to justify a decision one way or the other. Uh, Corwin also voted against resurrecting Jod from the dead. He thought, even though Jod couldn't return without the approval of Phorasma, he thought that he shouldn't take part in such things. Uh, Svetlana felt the decision was too big for her, but that ultimately she didn't want to interfere in the cycle of life and voted no. Goody Niska also voted no on the basis that um, she didn't feel that Jod was actually good for the kingdom and that they were better off somewhat with him gone. Uh, Chief Sootscales voted yes on the basis that he personally wanted to be brought back from the dead were he killed while working for the council. And Akros voted no for no particular reason that he was willing to discuss. So on the whole, by five votes to four with one abstention, uh, Jod was brought back to life. Jod confirmed that Elmira's story was entirely true, that the burden of guilt had put him into exile and driven him out here, and that he pleaded for clemency on Elmira's behalf. Uh, Kaelin went and offered her hard labour in the mines for a decade, followed by exile from the kingdom. She refused, spat in his face, and demanded to be hanged. Uh, He promptly obliged her and hung her. And with her last breath, she cursed him, cursed Stagthorn, cursed Jod, and the name of the hag goddess Gyrona, the destroyer of communities, solemnly prayed that they all wither and suffer for what they had done. In the process of checking up and interrogating on interrogating her on her story, uh, Michaela discovered that she had received a letter that had sent her to the kingdom because she had been told by somebody, just generically signed a friend, that Jod was here. So they have Kaelin has discovered that someone else's hand put these events into motion, but he was unable to discover who. We very much left it there with Jod brought back to life, um, the kingdom having gained a few points of unrest for the taking of kingdom funds to fund Jod's resurrection, and the fact that people were generally unhappy that it was revealed that their high priest had once been the head of a lynch mob that had killed a man for all the wrong reasons. So, sorry you missed it. It was some vaguely interesting role-playing about the nature of life and death and lots and lots of talking. But, as I say, we will continue with our story from here, and hopefully we won't miss any more episodes. Thanks for listening.